Shopify grows your business no matter how far or big you grow. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're selling your fans' next favorite shirt or an exclusive piece of podcast merch, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Allbirds, Rothy's, Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash income, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash income now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Are you looking to really accelerate your personal growth? If so, go to my website and download the free Abundance Benchmark. It's going to give you some amazing feedback on where you're stuck in life. Again, it's totally free, and you can grab yours right now at MatthewBivens.com. Welcome to Having It All. My name is Matthew Bivens, and each week I bring you conversations and insights that explore the question, what does having it all mean to you? My goal is to leave you with stories you can relate to and messages you can take action on so that you can create an abundant, loving life. I am so excited that you're here to hang out with me today. Now, let's jump right into this episode. My guest today is Dr. Tiffany Stewart. Now, Tiffany is a mother, coach, professor, counselor, businesswoman, and speaker. Her passion is to help individuals who may be stuck in some area of life tap into their power and give themselves permission to step into their purpose and create the life they want to live. That's powerful and inspiring and awesome, and I am very excited to have Tiffany on the show with me today. Tiffany, how are you being today? Uh, I am being well today. Thank you so much for having me again, Matthew. I am so honored to be a part of your podcast. Thank you. Oh, You are very welcome, and uh, I really appreciate you carving out some time to come and uh, chat with me this beautiful afternoon, so thank you. You're welcome. Well, Tiffany, I spent some time just getting to know you on on your website and uh, reading about your story and all that. Um, But I would love for you to just take a quick minute and share with our listeners what it is that you do. So... Uh, currently, I sometimes feel like I'm working fourteen jobs, right? <laughs> I am <laughs> I, <get that. laughs> I am a tenured associate professor and a licensed practicing therapist turned success coach and speaker. 
And in my role right now as a success coach, that's really my main role or my main deal right now, I help people identify what it is they want in their lives. And then we create a roadmap, a personalized roadmap together on how they can actually create it because it is my belief that we all have the ability to create exactly what it is that we want in our lives. And sometimes people just don't know how to get from one level to the next. And I've seen this over and over again uh, in therapy which is what shifted me to go in this direction now with the success coach. So in a nutshell, that's what I do. Oh, that's awesome. And I, I love that you have a very proactive approach in your, uh, your philosophy. And I read this on your website. You don't believe in luck. And I think that's incredibly important when it comes to really creating and experiencing the life that you want, that you don't feel like some people are destined to have it some people are going to experience it because they're lucky and other people just won't. And so uh, when I read that and hearing you say it right now, that really resonates with me. Absolutely. No, I, I, I don't believe in luck. Um, I, I believe in setting goals and then I'm going to go and grab them. That, that's what I believe in. <laughs> I, I believe you have to first create the vision of what it is that you want, create some concrete goals to get there, and then it's up for the grabbing. And, and I, I snatch them. That's, that's what I believe. Yeah, so <laughs> I don't, I don't make think it happen. Yeah, yeah I, I don't believe in, you know, just throwing things up in the air and let's just kind of see where the pieces may lie. No, I that's not my philosophy at all. So talk to me a little bit about your your childhood and your upbringing. Like I want to learn how you went from, you know, being a, a little girl where you grew up in Louisiana, correct? Yes, I grew up in New Orleans, Louisiana. So from there to where you are today, because I imagine that you had some you, you had your vision, you created some goals, you experienced some setbacks. So just talk to me about all that. Ah, so interesting. So beginning, I, I definitely come from humble beginnings. I am the last of six children raised by a single mother. Uh, she divorced my father when I was about one. So from that point on until after I graduated from high school, she was a single parent. And um, this is by the time she was 30, she had six children. So by the time I came along, you know, she was just kind of fit to be tired. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I, I believe she wanted a little freedom of her own. So I had a lot of freedom. Uh, growing up, and I didn't have a whole lot of expectations placed on my life. And, and one of the reasons why I talk about my story so much is because some people think that, oh, you have to be born into either a great family or maybe you were always this super driven person. You may have always had these dreams and hopes for your life. But my reality was I, I had no dreams for my life. I had no expectations for my life. Uh, as a matter of fact, when I was in high school, my only aspiration was to become a cheerleader. 
And it wasn't because I knew how to cheer or jump or flip because I didn't know how to do any of those things very well. I only wanted the uniform because <laughs> I want I wanted to take a picture in, in the uniform because I like the uniform. <laughs> yeah, that's real. <laughs> I, I, you know, it is real. That's just, that's the reality. That was my only aspiration. And so lo and behold, someone must have felt sorry for me. They let me on the cheerleading squad. Um, I got my uniform. I got my picture in it, which I still have today. Um, and then I quit soon after. <laughs> Um, so as far as grades were concerned, um, I, I didn't do very well, wasn't a very good student. And after high school, I actually set out for about a year and a half after high school to quote unquote, find myself because I didn't think college was for me. And I didn't think college was for me because there there was no one in my immediate surroundings who had actually went to college and finished. So out of my five siblings, four had already went to college and none of them finished. So I just automatically assumed that that was going to be um, my destiny as well. So I didn't even try to go to college first. And the only reason why I ended up in college is because um, I, I consider myself a reformed party girl. <laughs> <laughs> so if you've ever been to New Orleans before, you know, New Orleans is pretty much a party town. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so I've been one time and I, I, uh, I definitely witnessed a lot of that element. <laughs> yes. So you literally can go out in New Orleans every single night, which is what we did. Well, we went out five nights a week, me and my best friend at the time. We went out five nights a week. We needed two nights to rest. Right. And um, <laughs> and. I, people started asking me after I graduated from high school, you know, what are you doing with yourself now? What are you doing with yourself? And I really didn't have a response. I, and I couldn't say, oh, I party every night. Um, and I didn't really like the way that people responded to me when I said nothing. And so I came up with this bright idea and, you know, I talked to my friend and I was like, hey, I got a good idea. Let's go to college. And she was like, no. And I was like, no, no, this is going to be really, really great. Like, we don't even have to do well. At least we can tell people that we are in college. So that was my whole plan. I didn't plan on graduating at all. Um, and she just was not having any part of it, but I went ahead and, and enrolled in college and I had absolutely no intention again on, on graduating. And my second year of high school, I'm sorry, of college, I got into my first psychology course and it was, um, there was a professor, the professor of the class, her name was Dr. Leary. And she walked into the class and she told everybody in the class that we were all capable of getting college degrees. Mm. And she said, better yet, this is going to be the hardest part for you. If you can get through your undergraduate degree, 
Getting a master's degree and a PhD even is going to be a piece of cake. You just have to get through this part and you can do it. And I was like, oh, wow. And then she went on to say how when she was a high school student that her transcripts looked like the alphabets. <laughs> and I was like, wow, that's me. Yeah, she, yeah so it's, it's, she was... <laughs> She was like, sounded like she was you a few years right. before, and she had then she gotten to a me. different level. Yeah, <laughs> she was me, and it wasn't because I, I, it wasn't that I had grades because I wasn't capable or bad grades because I wasn't capable of getting better grades. It's just that no one had ever expected it from me, so I, I didn't place any expectations on myself either, and I just didn't mm-hmm. try. And so this was the first time that I had ever had someone to tell me that this was a real possibility for me. What I like about your your story up to this point is that you didn't necessarily have the beliefs of a person who would go on to, you know, achieve the things that you've achieved and and um and reach those heights. You weren't mm-hmm. born into the environment where you had the right. conversation around you or any of those things, yet you were still able to do it. And what I love about your your professor, her name was um, uh, Leary, that's Dr. what you said? Leary, yes, Dr. Leary. Mm-hmm. What, what she did is she held the space for you to step right. into that, that greater version of yourself. And I think that's like that's something that I truly connect with because there's absolutely times when I don't feel like I had the upbringing that, that, that provided me with that springboard to get to the place where I truly want to go. Or I don't feel like I was born into the environment that, you know, kind of like the pressure cooker that turned me from a piece of coal into a diamond that now I can go and just conquer the world. But you don't, necess- you don't need those things all the time. You know, you had you, you had the person who held the space and that was powerful. Right. And sometimes all you need is that one person. Yeah. To, to give you that hope. Just that one person. And, and she was it for me. Save big money on plant protection supplies. Now at Menards. Defend your garden with Triazicide Insect Killer. Its fast-acting formula protects lawns, vegetables, and many other plants. It kills more than 260 insects by contact, above and below ground. Choose from ready-to-spray, concentrate, or granular. Save big money on Triazicide Insect Killer at Menards. And check out our weekly flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money at Menards. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Um, and so that started me on my academic journey um, in college. And I actually ended up becoming an honor roll student in college from that point. And then fast forward, I went on to uh, obtain my master's degree and then later my PhD. Um, But there was always this part of me going through this that had this feeling that I'm, I'm, am I really supposed to be here? 
Do mm. I really belong here? Like the imposter syndrome. Yeah, yeah. I was just thinking of that when you said, do I belong here? That imposter syndrome. Right. <laughs> um, and so that was something that just kind of, it stayed with me. It stayed with me. And so fast forward a little bit. I ended up getting into academia, which is, it, it's really odd because it, it wasn't in my plan to become a professor. Um, and then getting into academia, academia is a, a whole other animal in and of itself. And I, I what I mean by that is academia is really, it, it fosters an environment of telling you how good you are not. Mm. Um, you know, because academia is synonymous with elitism. And so if you are not what they consider to be an elitist, then you're you're not good enough. And it like they make you jump through some hoops, <laughs> you know, to get through that. And so what did that do having, for your self-image? Oh, it was agonizing. It, it was agonizing because you know what? I started drinking the tea. I, I started s- sipping on the tea, drinking on the tea. I started believing it. Mm, believing that I, you weren't I, enough or that you weren't. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I started believing, you know, that maybe I'm not good enough to be here. Maybe I chose the wrong path. You know, maybe this is not for me. And I started questioning every single thing that I was doing up until that point. And it was one incident that happened with someone who I looked up to very, very much during that time. And it was even this person who I considered to be someone close to me. And every time I would bring an idea to this person, it was never good enough, just never quite good enough. Yeah, but no. Yeah, but no. Hmm. Which only continued to feed into what I was already feeling. And then it happened. That person brought back to me an idea that I had given to them about a year before that. Only they presented it as their idea. Mm, Interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it was interesting. Um, And, but it was good for me. It, it really was good for me in a sense that what what I did was with that was I looked at the bigger picture. And I remember staring at myself in the mirror and I tell this story often, but I remember this particular day and I was looking at myself in the mirror and I heard a voice say very clearly to me, trust yourself, hmm. trust yourself. And I just repeated it to myself over and over and over again. And that was really a defining point in my life and my career path, because that's when I flipped the script now. I, 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 
I flipped the script at that point and I started trusting myself. And my mission now is to have everyone that I can touch tap into what it is that they want for them life for their lives without waiting on somebody else to tell them what that thing is for them. And for me to be that person like Dr. Leary was to me, to create the space to let somebody know and to give them the motivation and to walk them through step by step how you actually can create this for yourself and step into your own greatness. That's a beautiful mission. Mm-hmm. So how how did you, like, what did you do to work on those, that self-talk? You know, when you started to drink that Kool-Aid from the, the folks in, the, in academia, when you started to believe mm-hmm. the things that they were saying, when you started to believe that you weren't enough, how did you shift that? Because um, I know like that resonates with me and then there's folks who are listening who, mm-hmm. you know, you start to, you start to get that momentum, you start to feel your mojo and then something hits that imposter syndrome sets in and you, and then you then begin to question everything you're made of, question your decisions, question mm-hmm. whether you have the, the, what it takes to actually do whatever it is that you set out to do. So how did mm-hmm. you shift that? It was a lot of self work. <laughs> I had to work on myself. I had to figure out what, first of all, what was it? What was it that was coming up for me that made me believe that I wasn't good enough? And I I think what came up for me was that it, it, and of course, as a therapist, I kind of always go back to childhood, but it Mm -hmm. was, it, it was the thing that no one had ever had any expectations of me, mm. you know? And, and so then when I started placing expectations on myself, I questioned it because I, I, up until college, I didn't have any to meet. And so it was very, very difficult to figure out if I was on the the right track. And then I started questioning, you know, what what am I really here for? Um, how do I actually get get there? And so uh, it was about a two year process, to be honest with you. And it was an agonizing um, process because this was the one thing that somebody can't figure out for you. Ah, that's big. Yeah, it's something that has to come from within. And so I did a lot of self-work and I I actually helped my clients to go through this work also when we work together because sometimes you just don't even know what that thing is for you that keeps stopping you. And usually it's you who's creating the barrier for you. Yeah, I mean, like going back to what you said at the beginning, there's nothing that's holding you back. Like you, you set the vision, you set the goals, and you go out and make it happen. And if that's the belief that you have, and that's all that you need to quote unquote succeed, then the things that are stopping you are truly you. You know, those, right. those limiting beliefs, those fears, all of those things. So with right. you, you once you got clear on what was coming up for you, it was that you didn't have any expectations set as a kid and you didn't know how to do that as an adult, what did you do mm-hmm. next? You know, this, this like, I'm, I want to, 
basically I want the person who's listening to this to have mm -hmm. some sort of some sort of process or to hear how you were able to move through those limiting beliefs so that they can potentially take something from your story and apply it to their life. So during those two years, I went on what I call a journey, my journey. <laughs> um, and I went on this journey to find out what my purpose was, because that is what I was wanting to figure out. Up until that point, I had done everything that they say they quote unquote society or whoever says that you need to do in order to be successful. So even though it wasn't in my plan to go to college, I did it. Then they say, you know, we'll get an advanced degree. I did it. Mm. Then I went into academia. I was able to earn tenure and become an associate professor, which is not easy by any stretch of the imagination. I did it, but I was still miserable. I, I was still miserable. And so for some people on the outside looking in, it looks to be a little selfish that you have all of these things, you have acquired all of these things and you have all of these uh, accomplishments and accolades. And then for you to say that you're miserable, you know, can sometimes seem like you are ungrateful. And it, it wasn't that I was in grief, ungrateful at all. I was looking for the bigger picture for my life at that point. Absolutely. And I, Absolutely. Like that's one of the narratives that I, I, when I started this show, it was one of the things that I was very interested in shining some light on this idea that from the outside, people can look like they have it all. You mm -hmm. know, they have the, the tenureship and the salary and the, the corner office and the house and the spouse and all of that stuff. But you can still feel so empty and, and lost and without purpose, despite having all those things, because that's really all they are. They're just things. And, right. you know, that's why the, the title of the show, all A-L-L is -L, an acronym. It stands for Abundant Loving Life. And that, right. you know, that's what for me having it all is. So I'm so happy you brought that up as just what, you know, people can, can try to throw their guilt on you and say, you need to be grateful for all those things. And that's true, as, as you know, you agree, it's true. But mm -hmm. if you don't have that higher purpose, then you can, right. you can have all the things and it just will, it won't matter. Exactly. And, and that's what happened for me. You know, I was miserable. Yeah. I was miserable. So I went on this journey to really find my purpose. Did you literally go on a journey or are you saying, are you speaking figuratively? Figuratively. Okay. Because my, uh, my, I, I guess I, my, I talked about it earlier. He had, he actually went on a journey. So, so you're talking about a figurative journey. Okay. Yes. Yes. Got figuratively it. in my mind, but it was exhausting. Like I yeah. was out, <laughs> like I was out hiking, marching every day or something. That self work <laughs> is no joke. You know, and, and I'm happy that you, you added the detail that you were doing this stuff for a number of years yes. and that, and that was to just turn the ship around. And yes. it's, it's one of those things where there really is not an end point. It is not an end point. It, it's not a destination. Yeah. It's a journey. It is. It's a journey. It's not a destination because it will shift. 
It, it, it will shift. But here's what I can say. During my journey, um, what I find, found out was like when I went on my journey to find out the what my purpose was, now it became about more than just me. Right? It became about who can my story serve? Who can this help? Who can I help? What am I supposed to be doing? What does that look like? And so from all of my experiences, good, bad, or indifferent, I believe that they were there to bring me right to the point that I am right now. And so it reminds mm. me of the book. Are you familiar with The Alchemist? I am familiar with it. I have not read it, but I have definitely heard of it. Okay. Okay. So and as a, uh, a professor, I actually have been assigning this book to my class um, for years when we study ex existential theory. But basically, it's about the meaning of life, right? And so in the book, this boy goes on a physical journey all over trying to find the meaning of his life. And along the way, he met so many different people and had so many different experiences. And in the end, only to find out he had everything he needed all the while. So I say that to say, I went on this self-discovery journey to find my purpose for about two years. And I was looking for all kinds of things externally, outside mm. of me. Agonizing, agonizing, literally to, to the point of tears sometimes because I was so frustrated. It's like, why, why, why can't I... Well figured this thing out. <laughs> what Now, what type of things were you looking for externally? You know, I just was looking. Sometimes you compare yourself to others, okay. you know? Oh, should I be doing, you know, what they are doing? Should I, should I be this? Should I be that? And, you know, should I be like this master counselor? Should I try to go off a full professor and then go into, um, administration and, you know, should I do this? It, it was never really my journey. Mm. I, I'm, I'm comparing myself to, to other people. And what it came down to was I, I've had and I've known for years exactly what it is that I wanted to do. For example, when I was a child, when my mom would go to work, I would go in her closet, get out, you know, the best dress that I liked, dressed up, and then played like I was teaching class. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so it's not a coincidence yeah. that I'm a teacher now. Yeah. And even still in my coaching work, I teach people how to figure out things. Oh, absolutely. Right? So it's not a coincidence. So after this long journey, I figured out it's been there the whole time. And what I do with my work now is to help others make it a little 
easier for them so that they don't have to go on this two-week, two-year two trek or whatever and of agonizing, <laughs> agonizing searching to figure out what it is that they want to do. Like I break it down at first um, into five questions that that I ask people to get to. Um, do we have time to go over those quickly? Yeah, yeah. Run through those five questions. That'd be great. Okay, so just really quickly, the five questions I ask, who are you? And it's, it is it is a real simple question, but it's the thing that stumps the most people. Most people don't know exactly who they are. You know what I will hear? Oh, I'm a mother, I'm a father, I'm a wife, I'm a teacher, um, I'm a this, I'm a that. And I say, no, 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 I don't want the labels that are attached to you. Who are you at your core? What are your likes? What are your dislikes? You know, what are some things that just make you feel visible? What What's your happy place? These, these are the things that I get to in my Leap Workbook, my free resource on my website to help people to kind of jumpstart to figure that out. And next, the second thing that I ask, what's the thing that feeds your soul? Like I talked about, you know, even though I had all of these things uh, on these accolades and credentials and, and whatnot, I still was miserable. And I was miserable because it wasn't something that was feeding my soul. And I didn't find that thing until I was able to figure out that the thing that feeds my soul is helping others to be happy and create what it is that they want in their lives. All right. Um, the third thing I, I ask is what, what what gets you excited? Because I noticed sometimes I, I gauge work, you know, when I would would do some of my work when um my professor work, right? Quote unquote, be when before I went on this journey, like it would have me exhausted. Mm. I would be exhausted, you know, just reading through papers and grading, and my energy would be really, really low. When I talk about my work right now, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. You have to stop <laughs> me. Like I told you earlier, like stop me because I may just ramble and talk too much. So like, <laughs> It's, it's the thing that gets me excited. So I ask people that. I also ask, if you allowed yourself to dream, what would you be doing? And this oh, is the that thing question. that I feel like when we become adults, people stop dreaming. They stop dreaming because life gets in the way. You know, you have to start paying bills and, you know, life gets real and it's like, I don't have time to dream. But I create that space for people and ask them to create a very vivid picture for me. And I want it to be so vivid that I want to be able to taste it. I want to be able to smell it. I want to be able to feel it. And I want to see all the colors that's involved in it. Create that for me. Uh, and then finally, I ask, what is the thing that you can do from sun up to sundown that does not 
exhausts you, that thing that you get lost in time doing. And I, I heard people talk about this before, and I just thought it was a myth because I had never encountered that before until I got to my work that I'm doing right now. And I totally get it right now because it is the thing I literally can work on from the time I open my eyes in the morning and until I go to sleep, I get lost in time. I don't have, I don't have to eat. I don't even have to take bathroom breaks. Like I get so excited because I'm so involved into this, you know, and a, and a little hint about that. Um, the thing that you could do from sunup to sundown, it usually consists of giving back uh, to someone or giving a little piece of yourself. Because when you start to look for your purpose, your purpose, you, you, you're operating now at a higher vibration and you realize that your purpose is about more than just you. Mm, that's huge. It's about somebody else, right? Yeah, I think a lot of people when, you know, when folks have done the work that you've done on yourself and they, they come to whatever their purpose is or their mission statement or their big why, there is always an element of service in there, of giving right. back, of contributing to, to a group or a society or, or the world as a whole. And so I think that's powerful that that's in there and those, the questions like that are in there um, when you work with people. And I do have a question for you because what I'm curious is what, what do you have, like what have you created in your life that fills you back up so that you can give and pour yourself out into others. Because we've all heard the stories of the people who are, you know, they're, they're, they're in service to people all day long and they don't have anything left for themselves, for, for the other roles that they play. So what do you do to ensure that you are giving from a full cup? With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You know, I take care of myself. And because I am a therapist and a professor of, of counseling, I teach this to my students all the time. So I know of the importance of taking care of yourself, whether it's physic physically mentally or emotionally. I'm on top of it all the time or else I'm like the Tasmanian devil around here. Okay. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. <laughs> you will not 
want to be around me. And so I am so fierce about taking care of myself and listening to my body um, for what I need in my life. Because you're right, the, you know, especially if you're in a profession where you are constantly giving to somebody, helping somebody else out, yeah. you're taking a little bit away from yourself each and every time. A little bit goes out, a little bit goes out. And you have to find a way to replenish that and, and within yourself. Absolutely. And so, Absolutely. You know, right. For me, that looks like I, I need to work out to have the necessary energy, you know, in order to keep going at the rate that I'm going. So I make sure that I plan that in my schedule weekly to work out at least three to four times a week and eat proper nutrition more often than I'm not. Right. When I'm feeling mentally out of balance, I talk to someone. It could either be my boyfriend, one of my friends, or uh, I, it's even been times when I've, I've seen my own therapist. I stay on top of that regularly. When I feel like I'm out of whack emotionally, I do something that makes me feel good good just for no reason at all I may revert back to my old wild child ways within reason of course <laughs> now um <laughs> but the, the point is I stay on top of my self-care so that I can consistently come back to myself over and over and over again and give myself what I need yeah I'm I'm so happy that you gave those specific examples and that you you talk about giving yourself permission to do those things because um, I think a lot of times, again, from the outside, we can look at different people and, you know, look like I could look at you and say, wow, she's got everything. She gives all this and she must just get refilled just simply through her job, through her profession. And I think sometimes no that's, yeah, I think that's sometimes like that's the belief that well, what we do just refills us. But what we're not seeing is the intentional self-care that happens constantly behind the scenes to make sure that our cups are fill, full so that we can then give them out to other people. And um, I'm a big fan of Tony Robbins, and I was watching his, um, his Netflix documentary recently. And mm -hmm. you know he's on stage for 12 hours a day, I think for like six days, doing this mm -hmm. conference. And, you know, those folks are seeing Tony on, like turned on mm -hmm. and turned up high energy, 12 hours a day for six days. But what they're not seeing is like the hour plus time for self-care that he takes in the morning of meditation and cold swims right. and breathing exercises. Like all Absolutely. the, yeah, all those very intentional things that are, are part of our habits, you know, their habits that he's created. And so I'm happy that, that you talked about it. Absolutely. And it's vital. It it's is. Vital. It is. It is. Mm -hmm. And so um, I want to switch gears real quick because some folks might be looking at you like, wow, Tiffany's got everything. She's she's <laughs> figured out all the self-care to make sure that she can give, give, give and still be filled up. She's got the career and she's got these degrees and all this stuff. But I understand that everybody is experiencing some form of what I call an epic challenge. And so mm -hmm. I want to talk about that right now. And um, an epic challenge for, for you and, and the new listeners is simply an area of your life where you are feeling stuck. You're feeling stuck in your understanding or stuck in your ability to create 
something new, a new experience for yourself. And it can be in any area of life, sex, religion, finance, family, relationships, nothing is off the table. And, you know, it's epic. It's something big. And so, Tiffany, what I want to know now is what is your current epic challenge? So interesting enough, Matthew, I like this question. (laughs) (laughs) Great. I, I like this question because, again, I'm a therapist, right? And I see this very, very often as one of the biggest obstacles for most people. And what that is, is your language and your mindset. And it's also, of course, one of the things that I help people to do is to get, quote unquote, unstuck. And so what I mean by that is when there is something when you are looking at it as being, oh, it's this epic thing. It, it, it sometimes can create those barriers because I don't know about you, but for me, when something seems to be a bit too much, like a whole elephant, I can't digest it. Like it, it stops me in my tracks. Yeah, and I've so, been there. <laughs> yeah. So, so what I have been able to do is to work on changing my language around that so that I can be a little better about not making it seem like it's so epic. Like, okay, it's just a place that I just, I don't know what, how to get to, you know, point from point A to B right now. So in my mind, that makes it seems, seem easier. Right. So I'll get to your question now. <laughs> I'll answer the question. <laughs> no, now. I, I like it because what you what you're talking about is just what I'm understanding um, is looking at it from a slightly different perspective. And I am happy that you talked about language because I do believe language is in the way that we um, talk about or describe things um, really does help to set the context for a lot of things. So, yes, using the language of epic challenge, you might then create something that feels like this this mountain that you can never climb. Um, exactly. At least for me. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I, that's, that's, um, it's, it's a great reminder for, for myself and for listeners to, to, you know, examine how we are looking at different things that were our circumstances. That's really what it right. is. It's, it's circumstances and we can create these circum, you know, we can make them look or feel bigger than they are. However, I also do believe that there are things that, um, whatever we want to call them, we don't have to call them epic challenges, Um, something that, you know, you are feeling, um, you're feeling it in your body at this moment that, man, I haven't haven't figured out this thing yet. You know, like, I'm going to figure it out. I just haven't figured it out yet. So that's what I'm curious in hearing. Right. And I haven't. I have it. I do. Um, and so that biggest thing for me right now is figuring out how to streamline my work so that I can reach more people, but free up more of my time. So for me, that looks like creating better systems um, and being able to serve people not only in a one-on-one setting, but in group settings. 
And the reason why it is so huge for me right now is because it's something that I've never done before. So obviously I was clueless about how to go about getting to that place because I want to get my work out to more people, but then there are only so many hours in a day. Mm-hmm. How do I do this? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> right. So one, one of the things that I must say, I like about me the most. <laughs> I like that statement. I like that. <laughs> Just in case you were wondering, one of the things I like about me the most is that um, I think one of my most valuable qualities is I have no problems with asking for help. Mm, That's huge. Yeah, I'm never too proud to go out and seek help in areas that I just don't know about. And so for um, specifically for this right now that I'm talking about, I I hired a coach. I, I, I went to someone who had already been there, done that, knows how to do it, and can teach me how to do it. And so, problem solved. I asked for help. Help is usually there. It is. Whenever you go to seek for it, right? It shows up. So, is it easy, the process, because we are in the process right now uh, of going through that, it's not an easy process, but is it doable? Absolutely. Heck yeah, I say. <laughs> it's absolutely doable. <laughs> what I like about your example is that the coach hired a coach. And I think that's a huge, huge thing for folks out there to just understand that like, when people are at the top of their game, they're not doing it alone. Absolutely. You know, everybody can benefit from coaching, mentorship, conversation even with somebody who has been there or has experienced it or has has gone through similar challenges and can help to lend some perspective or some feedback. And so I love the fact that you as a coach sought out coaching because, I mean, Michael Jordan had a coach, you know? Absolutely. Greatest basketball player ever. He had a coach and he probably had multiple coaches for different things in his life. So that's awesome. Absolutely. And I, I say to everybody, there is not one successful person on this earth who's been able to do it alone. Oof. So why would you? Yeah. Why, why would you try to do it? It makes no sense to me. <laughs> That's that ego. I mean, I've, I've been there, you know, like, every, you know, you, people have heard that, like, you know, you don't do anything alone. And sometimes I'll yeah. say, like, even if you're just going to drive to the store, right, you didn't mm-hmm. build that car. You weren't the one who brought that gas to the gas station that then was able to get it into your vehicle. You weren't the one right. who drove those that food there. So you, you don't do anything alone. However, there are times when like I'm sitting, you know, I'm sitting here in my office right now where I do my podcasting and I might be in here doing some business stuff later on in the evening, feeling like I have to do it alone. And mm. it's that ego that just creeps in there. So I'm happy you said that also, that you don't have to do things alone and you know, it's it's really, I think, the mark of of a of humility and power, courage to to ask for help and to understand that you don't have to do things alone. I think at times people can look at those two things as a sign of weakness. Right. But here here's the thing that I say about that. In order for you to be a good leader, you have to first know how to be a good follower. 
Mm. They go hand in hand. Yeah. Yeah. As simple as that. <laughs> mm. I love that. Um, yeah. Tiffany, I have, a, I have a question for you. This is something that I ask every person who comes on this show. And uh, it has to do with the name of the show. So, Tiffany, what does having it all mean to you? Having it all to me means having the work-life balance through freedom and flexibility. This is the way that I want to live my life, and I want to live my life on my terms. And so to me, that means having the freedom to set my own schedule, be at home with my family every night to cook dinner and eat dinner with them and nurture those relationships, to work only with clients that I love working with, doing what I feel is my life's work, which is helping them create the life that they want, and also being good to myself. All of that looks like having it all to me. Mm, that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I love that you have those details, that you're clear for uh, uh, you're clear of how you would answer the question for yourself. And uh, absolutely. I'm not surprised because you had talked about <laughs> through our conversation of just having the vision and setting the goal. So I'm not surprised that uh, you were very clear on what that means. And um, yes. oh, it's great. So as we, we come to a close here, um, I'd like for you to leave the listeners with one major takeaway, just something that they can walk away from your story and your experience that they can implement in their own lives. So the one thing that I would say is you don't need to wait to get permission from anyone to start living your life on your terms. And one of my favorite sayings that I came up with, um, and, and I don't know, maybe I heard it somewhere. I don't know, but it's my favorite saying. You don't have to wait for someone to tag you in. Mm. This is your this is your life, and you're always up to bat. Always. I like that. Yeah. Boom. Succinct and Boom. powerful. <laughs> With a quotable in there. I love that. Yes. So, uh, so Tiffany, where can people go to connect with you, to learn more about you? Um, you have this really awesome freebie on your website, the Leap Workbook. Um, I downloaded it and checked it out, and it's really great. Where can they go to, to get all those great things? Yeah, absolutely. So everybody can download that free resource um, on my website, www.tiffanystewartphd.com. Um, and that's for everyone. And then also for those who may need a little more support, maybe a little more high achievers, um, there's a contact form on there and, and it you can fill it out and it comes straight to my email and I can get back with you. So everything that you need to know, you can find out about me on my website, again, www.tiffanystewartphd.com. I'm also on Instagram at Dr. Tiff PhD, on Facebook, Tiffany Stewart PhD. Um, And that's where you can find me. Awesome, very cool. And I'm gonna have links to all of that stuff in the show notes. And uh, listeners, you could probably hear baby Maya crying in the background. That means that we're getting to the end of the episode. <laughs> so I don't care. Oh, you didn't hear her? I think no. her, her and her mom just walked in and she's being a little fussy. Well, that's a four week old for you. 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, so, Tiffany, final question I have to ask, and I'm very curious. Do you have it all? In this moment, I have it all. And that's all that I need. The moment that I'm in right now, I have it all. Yep. Beautiful. Beautiful. I love that. Tiffany, thank you so much for being my guest today, for creating some time to just hang out, the space to have an awesome conversation and just opening up. I really do appreciate it. Thank you, Tiffany. Thank you so much. It was my pleasure. I appreciate it. Two quick things before you leave. First, did you know that the Having It All podcast is a part of the Fireside Network? Yep, we are one of the esteemed shows that calls Fireside Network home. That means if you ever want to listen to a show outside of iTunes or Stitcher or whatever your favorite podcasting app is, all you need to do is visit firesidenetwork.com and under shows, select Having It All. From there, you can access all the episodes, see the show notes, learn about my guests, and more. Second, I am very excited to announce that my brand new website is live. Visit MatthewBivens.com and you can learn more about me, get plugged into an accountability group, and pick up some free content like the Abundance Benchmark. I am all about helping you not only identify what your ideal life looks like, but also helping you on your journey towards it. I want you to experience more abundance and love in your life. So, again, you can find out more information about all of that great stuff at MatthewBivens.com. Thank you once more for listening to the show. And here is to you having it all. Does your father know you're listening to this podcast? Well, when you're done, why don't you stop by and check out a show that is 100% dad-approved, Dadages. Hi there, I'm Chad Higgle. If you're looking for useful insights and practical advice you can actually apply to work, family, education, philanthropy, and just life in general, check out Dadages. That's D-A-D-A-G-E-S, wherever you listen to your podcasts.